Hello everyone, welcome back to the Cheat Gacho USA show, episode number 43, coming to you on the weekend of February 5th and 6th after Cittadella's nil-nil draw in the south against Crotone. Um, very disappointing draw, I would say. Um, a dual draw and something that you could say that it's another two draw points, but honestly, in this case, I think... We were also kind of lucky to walk out there with only one point. And uh, it extends our unbeaten run to 11 games. We're on the verge of making history. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. And we'll also just dissect the match a little bit and uh, get get going with this podcast. So um, let's start. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at USA And visit our website at com for more articles written by me about Chitadella. So without further ado, let's dive right into this podcast. So nil-nil draw on the weekend. Um, first game of a very important February, I would say. Um, we have Benevento, Cremonese, Frosinone, Lecce. All of those teams are in the promotion spots. They're all above us, all fighting for promotion. So these, this is a really important stretch for us and a very defining moment in our season not just for the fact that playoff positions are going to be factored here but also the head-to-head so if we finish on level on points with any of these teams the head-to-head is very important as Serie B does that first uh, so it's important that for us to win against these games and also win uh, by a convincing scoreline as it'll be a tiebreaker between the two teams so uh, nil-nil in uh, Crotone Saturday morning here in the United States, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, a very, I, I wouldn't say it was a boring match, but it was definitely one of the more of the slower games for Cittadella so far this season. Crotone was, I feel, kind of unlucky, and they've definitely had the better of chances in this match. A point in this match doesn't really do each team favor, as uh, Crotone needed three points in order to get out of the relegation, the direct uh, relegation spot. And for Cittadella, they wanted to jump into the playoff position and get their first win since December 11th against Ascoli. Um, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be, and both teams walk away with a point, which both of them feel that maybe it's uh, a hard result done by. But Cittadella should feel the luckier and the better of the two teams because Crotone definitely had a lot of chances in this match. They even scored at one point, but it was rolled back for offside. Um, Gorini made four changes in the lineup. The lineup for this match, obviously, Castrati was, Elan Castrati was out for this match, was a red card in the last game. So Luca Maniero slid into goal. Uh, Romano Perticone uh, filled in for Girello, his first game back in a while. Uh, Mattioli stayed on the right. Benedetti came back in for the left for Donnarumma. Danzi started in the center alongside Vita and Branca. Those three uh, keep the same. Antonucci, attacking midfielder, and Beretta and Owonkwo up top. We'll get to Baldini in a little bit and why he wasn't starting and why I think he should be starting. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I wanted to just let you know that um, it was 
it wasn't the forward play in this match. The attacking uh, attack in this match for Cittadella just wasn't there. Um, it was just wasn't there. There there wasn't really anything going in the first half. It was a very, very dual for staff, and for the large part in the second half as well. The second half was a lot better in the last 20 minutes, I'd say, for Cittadella. But for the remainder, what, 70 minutes before, prior to that, Crotone definitely had the better chances, and Cittadella just wasn't good going forward. I don't know if this is a reason or it was a cause because Baldini wasn't there our attacking player but it just seemed that we were kicking it along to Omoko or Beretta to run on to it it wasn't working all the time and I think we should play out more and start connecting passes and try not to send Omoko in be in the space all the time because I think we were forcing it a lot and we were jamming it up the sidelines for him to run onto and for the most part it just didn't work and Cortone's defense did really well to cut that off so the forward play and the attacking play just wasn't there for the last 20 minutes or the last or I should say prior to the last 20 minutes the from the 70th minute and on I think Cittadella were very very good it wasn't or until then, after that, uh, the 70th minute, I don't think Crotone had a shot on goal. Uh, it was it was very, very better, much better from Cittadella. Baldini, Enrico Baldini, did come on in the f at halftime in place of, uh, I believe, I want to say it was Alessio Vita. I could check real quick. It was in place of Beretta. So uh, Larry B also came in at halftime in place of Danzi. So... For me, Laribi probably played as a midfielder in place of maybe Vita or Branca slid into that central holding mid. And then Baldini probably went up top for Beretta. So Baldini played very, very well in the last 20 minutes. He was unlucky to score, I believe. He had a really good free kick. That was probably the best chance of the game. Parried aside by Crotone's goalkeeper. Also, another opportunity came for him. I believe he skied it. And... I just believe he wasn't able to score and it was just unlucky for him. Why isn't he playing more? I don't I don't really know. I mean, if you look at the results, these last four results for Cittadella, a tie against Brescia, a tie against Vicenza, draw against Cosenza, and now a tie against um, Crotone. This is, in these last four games, Baldini has only started one match and that was against Vicenza. Uh, obviously, in that match, we Cittadella played very, very well, in exception to a couple questionable calls by the referee on penalty kicks. In exception to those penalty calls, Cittadella probably played, or they did play very well and was probably robbed of three points in that match. Baldini started in, the, in that match, but in the matches against Brescia, Cosenza, and Crotone, another, those are all draws that Cittadella really should have one but they didn't create a lot in the attack the Brescia game kind of was so-so uh maybe we could have won that game off of Beretta or Vita chances but in especially in the, Cos the Cosesna game and the Crotone game the attack was missing something it was missing a guy like Baldini who where he can get the ball he could um, roam around free in the midfield in the attacking third and just really create something out of nothing. And 
that's what Cittadella were missing for a large part of this game and last week against uh, Cosenza. So I don't know why Guarini is not putting him in more. I think he should start over Beretta. Now, maybe Guarini is just resting him because he knows how important this month is and how many important games there are. So fair play to him if he wants to rest Baldini for most of the games that we should be winning right now. Um, and maybe he just wants to rest so he's he's full of energy in the matches and because there's a lot of games coming up midweek on the weekend as well. So I can I can I could kind of see where Guarini goes from here, but it still makes me wonder that why isn't Baldini coming in and I think he, we could really use him. But in saying that, um Cittadella, three points in three games from these last two weekends, three weekends. It it needs to be better, uh, I say. The reason is because before these three matches, I said we should at least try to get seven points out of these. These these ne- uh, three opponents that we have is um, Vicenza, Cosenza, and Crotone. All of them are in the relegation spots. So it... Uh, this is these are games that we should be winning for if we want to go to Serie A. It's games that the three points are there for us. We've had dominated. We have had the possession. We've had had chances. Maybe not so much in the Cortone match, but the opportunities were there. And if we really want to change our mentality and we want to really change our um, way to go for Serie A, we got to be winning these games and. That's is what Cittadella has been struggling in these past years, struggling to beat these um, teams that they should be beating, but then be playing really, really well against the big teams that are above us. So I think this is once again another missed opportunity for us. Three points in three games against teams that we should be win- be beating on the bottom side of the table. I think there's a lot of um, room to be improved and things we we got to get better at this and luckily Cittadella do go into eighth place after Ascoli's loss against Perugia so even with the draw and even how not the greatest that we played we still do jump up one place and back into the playoff spot um and also and with saying that another positive coming in from this match was it does extend our unbeaten run we now have 11 games unbeaten in the league. Our last league loss was against Parma at home, a 2-1 loss. The game where Buffon saved a penalty. Um, 3,000 fans showed up to that game, a lot of them uh, for Buffon, which sparked a lot of uh, anger to other Cittadella fans that saying we should go there to support Cittadella, not to see um, the stars. But anyway, regarding for... Uh, not talking about that anymore. Um, Cittadella do go 11 unbeaned. It's a very, very long streak that we should be proud of. Now, only four of those uh, games have been wins. So there's been a lot of draws in there and draws that I think we should have been winning, like the game against Como, where we were winning 2-1 at the 94th minute, but we threw it away to 2-2. Um, what else? I think back to the Monza match in mid-October where 
D'Alessandro scored a last-minute winner to make uh, Monza score one nothing. Um, that could have been a result for another an additional point. But overall, I think these last three games have been a missed opportunity for Cittadella because these were points that we really should have gone. And looking ahead in the schedule, it's going to be very, very difficult in this next month or so with all these important games coming up. But we will see, and I think we could uh, get some wins in here against the big boys here. So, and, and saying that with the continuing with the unbeaten run, we are now two games away from history, Cittadella history. Uh, the longest unbeaten run that they've pulled together in Serie B is 12 games unbeaten, and that came in the 2009-2010 season. Um, it was from, I want to say, February to like April. They've gone 12 games unbeaten. Today, we are at 11 games unbeaten, and if we don't lose against Cremonese on the weekend, next weekend at home, we will tie that record. And then if we avoid defeat the following week, midweek, against Pordenone, away at Pordenone, we will make history as 13 games unbeaten in Serie B. I think it'll be a fantastic accomplishment if we uh, do it. But then again, if we don't get the result that we really want, like uh, if we draw and, and stuff, if we don't play well, I think the the record is going to be irrelevant. And the most important thing is that we really want to win these matches. And we want to keep go this streak as, going as long as possible, but we also want to keep improving ourselves individually and as a team and start winning these matches because they're going to be very important in the long run. Um, before I go, I want to read you the table and the results that have happened this week. Match day 21 in Serie B. Recapped and finished this week. It started uh, with a lot of early games during Saturday. Uh, Cosesda 0-0 draw against Brescia. Uh, Como, Lecce, 1-1 it finished. Uh, Pisa, 1-1 against Alessandria. So the top three all drew on the weekend. Cortone Cittadella, obviously 0-0. Benevento Parma, 0-0 again. Uh, Ternana, Regina, 2-0. Regina, an absolute downfall right now. Um, they have just have not been winning and been losing almost every game now. Um, Frosinone, 2-0 win. Easy win against Vicenza at home. Um, Ascoli lost against Perugia, and that put Cittadella in the playoff spot. In playoff spot. Pordenone, they drew against Spal, 1-1 today. And Cremonese got a big, big win at home against Monza, 3-2 in a thriller in Cremona. And speaking of Cremonese, that is our next game. It is at the Tombolato, February 12th at 8 a.m. Eastern Time at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato. We could tie, we could draw level with the unbeaten run and the unbeaten streak longest in Cittadella Serie B history. Um, so... Look out for that. And Pordenone on the 15th of February, we can make history and go 13 games unbeaten. Um, and with saying that, let's say the table right now. We have first Lecce, 41 points. Second Pisa with 40 points. Uh, third Brescia with 39 points. The top three did not change as they all drew. Uh, fourth, we have Cremonese at 38. Fifth, Frosinone with 37. 
6th Benevento with 36, 7th Monza with 35, Cittadella in 8th with 32, Ascoli right on our tails at 9th with 32 as well, but we beat them on goal difference, and Perugia in 10th with 31. So that is the top 10 in Serie B. Remember, the top 8 go to playoff, or 3 through 8 go to playoff, and 2 get automatically promoted. So that is the Serie B table after match day 21. And with saying that, I am going to end it here. Uh, Thank you so much for listening in and enjoying this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I will see you next time on February, uh, maybe next Friday before the match, uh, previewing the Cremonese game against... uh, or against Cremonese at the Tombolato. Uh, That was on February 12th. So I'll probably do a podcast Friday or Thursday. Uh, Just stay up to date on at USA on Twitter and um, Facebook. Not Facebook. I do not have Facebook. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. And visit our website at cheatcatcherusa.com for more articles about AS Cheetadella written by me in English. That's going to be it for me today. And as always, Forza Cheetah.